Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Today is a big day. It is a big day. It's the very first time we're recording an episode of Growth Reframed. I love it. I'm super excited that y'all are here. If you're just joining us, then there's really no changes for you at all. If you've been with us a time or two, you know that last time we were on, we decided we were going to change our name to Growth Reframed. So here we are. We're reframing our thinking around the topics of this podcast and everything. So today we want to take on the topic of living without expectation because so often in our lives, we are filled with expectation. And while I don't truly believe that you can live without any expectation, I think we can definitely do a way better job of lowering or changing or adapting those expectations as we actually experience our experiences. I love it, experiencing our experiences. I know. (laughs) But that's okay. That's how it came out. (laughs) No, but it's right. But it's right. I mean, we all get what you say, right, guys? Honestly, this topic came up because, as you all know, if you haven't checked out the last couple episodes, we've been kind of really transparent about what was going on in our lives. But this topic really came up and the idea of it when we got the opportunity to go on a mountain trip. And we had never been to the mountains up in a cabin, but I mean, we were like remote out in the middle of nowhere in a cabin. I'm talking old school cabin, you know, one bedroom, a little kitchenette, a fireplace, and and that's it. Oh, it also had a hot tub, by the way, which was pretty nice. That was a great trip. That was a couple months ago. Yeah, so that was back in January. We got the opportunity to take that. It was actually a gift from your dad for Christmas. So thank you, dad. (laughs) Really, the goal of that trip was just to get away, was literally just to do nothing, to just be, to just relax, to just have time together as a couple, surely. But really... Nothing more than maybe you reading some chiclet, maybe me just sitting there, you know, reading or, or clicking on my phone or, or, or anything. I mean, there was no real solid plan of what we were going to do other than we have to get there and then we have to just be. And so we never do that though. As I was thinking about it, like we don't ever do that. We actually have a plan no matter where we're going or what we're doing. But life has a way most of the time and turning that plan right on its head So as we were sitting there on this trip, it was pretty awesome because we were like completely disconnected. We were sitting there thinking, this is such a great time. We just kept saying, I remember you kept saying like, I just, I'm loving this trip. This is so awesome. And don't. And it was so quiet. Well, yeah, it was so quiet. We got two kids, uh, a seven and a four year old. So I mean, to hear yourself talk and yeah, I always (laughs) joke with Meg, you can hear the voices in your own head. But when you when it was that quiet, it was like, wow, this is just so peaceful. And it's not something that, like, I don't want to discount our other vacations and the other things we've done and the other opportunities we've had, but they didn't ever feel that way because I had some kind of itinerary for what I was going to do. So as I was sitting there reflecting, I'm like, why is this? And it's because we were just allowing ourselves to be. We were allowing ourselves to go with the flow. Now, we've heard that, and that can be oh a little bit 
of a negative phrase to some people because I know a lot of us are planners and we want to make sure things are done and you want things done in the appropriate way at the appropriate time and you want things to go that way. But one of the things we realized on this trip is if we took what we experienced there and looked at our lives in the same way of trying to live without any perceived expectation of how it would turn out, we'd probably be way happier at the end of it or certainly be way less disappointed that it didn't alter out the way we exactly wanted it to. Right. Because not only are we having our own expectations, we're also putting what we want other people to do in each scenario of our lives. We're putting expectations on them too. So it's not only our own, it's like what we expect of other people too. And then there's this double thing of like, well, okay, now it didn't go as I planned. And also they're not reacting. They're not responding. They're not doing the things that I said they should do in my head. So now I'm like got this double disappointment, right? It's not going how I wanted it to. And when it didn't go or when it did do, then somebody else reacted in the wrong way. So now I'm like disappointed in them too. And it's a big thing. So for me, especially because I'm such a planner and I'm such a, you need to do it my way or the highway. Hey, I wasn't going to point to you when I was talking (laughs) about that, but you know, I was thinking it in my head. (laughs) Like it's a big thing for me to be able to try to live more in this way of like, yes, I have some sort of idea of how I want it to go, how it should go. But also I have to be realistic with that. It probably won't play out in that way. And so how can I then turn that knowledge into a solid plan for how I can actually react when things are happening and it may not be what I thought it would be? Yeah. And it's funny as you were saying that, because when you're talking about other people, that's where it gets really complicated because I've been in experiences where it might be exactly how I thought it would go and it's going really great. It's just the people around me aren't necessarily thinking it's that great or they're not having the same experience or they're not having the same thoughts. And then it's like, wait a minute, you're not supposed to be doing that. But if you want to think about lack of control that you have in any situation, the more people you add to it, the less control you're going to wield in that situation. And so you're right. I mean, when you think about yourself, that's one thing. But then when you're putting other people in it, it just shakes it up even more. Mm-hmm. And then you have like the bigger like life topic too, right? Like the expectation of your life. Now, now we're going beyond the vacation. Now we're going beyond the other things that are smaller. My life is not one bit how I expected. I guess in one sense it is because I'm married to you, which I, you know, have known about since I was 17. We have kids. I always thought I would have kids like that part of my life. Sure. I get that. The fact that I'm sitting here today on a podcast using my voice, which four years ago, I would have been like, please kill me. I don't want anyone to record my voice. I will. I would rather die than go on a video camera or an audio recording. Seriously, that's how I felt. Like to be on this podcast today is crazy. To be trying to do these things that we're doing is crazy to me. Just the way our lives ended up is not how I envisioned other than like the family unit part of it. So to put those kind of bigger things into a perspective is is just weird to think about for me because I wouldn't have expected it, but it's better than expected. So had I been holding tightly to any sort of preconceived notion about what my life would have been, I never would have branched out into this. I would have been sitting at a desk for probably the rest of my life, which I don't mind doing, but it's not fulfilling like this is. So being so rigid with myself was not going to get me to branch out and live beyond what I thought I could do. So I don't know. It's just kind of a crazy thing to think about. Well, it's incredible that you said that because I think so much, so many of us, I should say, are guilty of this. We're 
you have the expectation and we all have like great goals and expectations and anticipations for how things are going to go. And you should have some kind of general sense for where you want things to go. But sometimes the best things happen when things don't go according to plan. Mm-hmm. But like you were just talking about, I think many of us, I get the picture of like a, like a horse that's like got the blinders on. And then when we're so dead focused on how it's supposed to be and where we're going to be, we don't actually look in the peripheral and see the right and left and up and down and all around us, all the great opportunities of things that could happen. Because as you were talking, you're like, well, I don't, I know I didn't want to like sit at a desk and I know I wanted to like get out there and help people. And that was like kind of the motivation behind this podcast of just sharing our journey. And it still is, by the way. But even in that cycle and in that experience, while we've been doing it, there's been ways we've mapped it out in our brain. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it for three years. It hasn't gone any way <laughs> in any shape or form the first year, the second year, and now the third year. Like, it never goes the way that I thought. But in that, there were some disappointments because of how I was showing up. But there were some incredible things that I could have never possibly envisioned for my life. Right. Like, in our heads, for instance, we thought, and I know this is silly, but this is just kind of what we thought, that a year into the podcast, we'd have lots and lots and lots of subscribers. We'd be branching out into other arenas, making tons of money, killing it. Brandon would leave his job, like all these things. Like that was that was really the, the, the plan. That was really the goal. I mean, not that it was about the money and leaving his job, but like that was the projection. And as it wasn't happening, we had to kind of sit and be like, okay, so let's back up for a second. Let's figure this out. What is actually going on here? And the thing is, when we were so concentrated on trying to help people and go in this one certain way of helping people, it wasn't real. It wasn't yielding the results that we wanted. And so when we stepped back from that and we're like, okay, well, what, what are we missing here? It was just the, there was no flexibility in what we saw. So we did try different things over the past few years. We've tried several different things and we're still obviously trying. We just rebranded we're excited about that. This may or may not be what sticks. I don't know. I, I'm still on that journey. But if we're able to kind of let go of some of our ideas about how it should go, we've been on a beautiful ride. Whether whether this ever develops beyond what this is right now or not, this three years has been incredible. We've learned so much. We've learned about each other. We've learned about business. We've learned about how to do podcasting. We're about to try some video stuff, like all these things we would have never known about. And it's just been a crazy, beautiful, insane ride. Yeah. And I mean, the thing for me when you're saying that is I put a lot of pressure on it because I was miserable in my job. I was unhappy. And I think like we can do this in simple ways like, hey, I'm unhappy in this. So I want to go on a vacation. I want this vacation to deliver every single Mm -hmm. thing that I need. Or I have this job and if I get this other job or if I have this relationship, if I get another relationship, then that can fulfill every single thing for me. And so because I was passionate about this before the money, by the way, it had nothing to do with money at first. But because I thought about, hey, this could be an avenue, then the only laser focus I could have is that I wanted to make money so it could replace my income so that I could leave my job that I was miserable at. It could do that. It could fill those things. It could fill those voids. But then by doing that, I sullied what we were making and creating and I ruined my own creative process because I only was thinking with blinders on of you have to make money. Mm -hmm. My expectation was I was going to, you know, 
leave the job I was in and go make money. And so like, if I'm not doing that, then it's an utter failure. And see, that's the struggle with it. Because if it's not meeting every expectation that you put on it to put it on a pedestal and all, it's not living up to all the pressure and all the amazing experience in life that you were going to have with it, then somehow it's a failure or it's not working because it's not going as you expected. And you guys can see as I'm talking how that cycle of thinking would be very toxic to a dream or a vision or what you're trying to do with a passion in your life. The best part of that is that you're still working at the same job and you don't hate it anymore. Like once you got rid of the fact that it's miserable, you don't like it, it's not fulfilling and all you want to do is leave. Once you pushed past that, once you opened up this up to new ideas where it didn't have to be the one and only thing, you somehow unlocked this whole possibility with like, I mean, it's not fulfilling your every desire to be at work every day, but guess what? You aren't miserable. You aren't trying to be out of there in the next 10 minutes. Like, we're good. We're good. You did that because of a reframed thinking, not because it suddenly drastically changed. Your job is the same as it was, really, to its core. And all of a sudden, you're better off. That's insane to me. Like, I love that because you changed, not the job. Right. I think we should have, sorry to interrupt, but I think we should have like the Pee Wee Herman thing. Like when you say the word of the day, reframe, be like, yeah, it's the word of the day. Uh, I lost my train of thought though. What sorry. were you just saying? I'm sorry. You were I saying, was saying that you changed, not your job, not your situation. You changed how you were thinking about it. And it, you make, you make the, the best point there because the reason I was able to reframe my thinking around the job <laughs> I had to. is because I was expecting the job to deliver everything in my life and it's not supposed to. We've been in this area before where I was expecting our relationship to deliver everything in my life and it's not supposed to. Y'all, no single thing is supposed to deliver every single thing for you and the expectations you're putting on it are going to drive you crazy. Because you think about, well, I, I just want to you know get a break from my job and go on a vacation. And trust me, we've been there. But when you want that vacation to deliver every single thing, and then you get to the airport and the TSA line is all the way around the building and your flight gets canceled and the resort's not as nice as you thought and, 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 mm-hmm. does that discount the fact that you still were able to get away and have an experience because it didn't go exactly as you charted out. Right. Y'all, I think we'd be way happier a lot of the time if we didn't have preconceived expectations for the next five people we're going to talk to about something and how they're going to respond. I think so many struggles with other people, honestly, are just mismatched expectations for how it's supposed to go. Like if I come to you in the, in the, in a, good or bad moment, and I come to you with a topic and you don't respond perfectly in that moment, or you're just not expecting me to say that and you don't respond the way you want. And then I take that and run with it like you didn't care or you didn't want to do that or whatever. And then I let that get into my inner psyche and let it change how I'm doing things. Those expectations are becoming toxic to your life. And I mean, just real talk, like that does happen to us. We still struggle with situations where one of us will come and the other one doesn't respond appropriately. And guess what? That's a little tiff for a minute. So it is, I mean, it can happen in your closer relationships. It can happen in friendships. It can happen in just acquaintances where you expect something some way and it doesn't turn out. And that 
affects you. Stop letting it affect you. It, it might affect you for a minute, but then let go of it and move on because why are you going to spend time being miserable over something so small? You just don't have to do that. You can just let it go and move on. And next time, don't set that expectation so that you don't have to feel like that. Well, and the thing too is, even if it did go terribly, even if someone did you wrong, even if you lost a job or something just went completely miserable for your life, you being mad about it not going as expected isn't going to help you in that scenario. You're just going to have to go with the flow. You're going to have to take it day by day. You're going to have to take it week by week, and you're going to have to see it through. I often hear like what our audience might be thinking in their head and like what I what my negative voice was saying when you were just saying that if I can be completely transparent when you were basically saying we'll just get past it. A lot of people are like, "Well, it's not that easy." And it's for, not. For for whatever scenario. You're entirely right. It's not that easy. That's my point. It's not easy. But it is what you have to do. Right. And if you do it today, then it becomes easier when you do it tomorrow. And it becomes easier when you do it the next day. And then soon you realize that you're living in a more fulfilled state where you're not expecting things to turn out a certain way and you are going with the flow and things come more organically to you. And in a lot of ways, not in a way you would expect. Let me give you a perfect example. Last Friday, I expected to get up, go outside, start my car and take my daughter to school and go to work. My car didn't expect that. (laughs) I went out. It wouldn't start. It wouldn't turn over. My daughter had to be in school in 15 minutes. So you know what we did? We went with the flow. I didn't freak out. I didn't get upset because I've been living with this new way of thinking. I never even had my blood pressure go up one ounce. My daughter said, what are we going to do? I said, well, I guess we're Ubering to school today. And y'all, please laugh with me. We Ubered to school. Uh, Uber came. We jumped in the car. The Uber took her. We went through the carpool with the Uber. The Uber guy brought me back home. And then I called the tow truck, I got the car, and then once the car got picked up, I Ubered to work. And during that time, I had so many great conversations. Like I had a great conversation with the Uber driver about life. I had some laughs with people at work about taking an Uber to work and just what a silly thing. Our daughter, because of how I reacted, went to school and told her teacher and everyone like she got to take an Uber to school. <laughs> Most of her friends were like, what's an Uber? But she thought it was awesome as a seven-year-old to do that. So what most people would have come out and been mad, upset, and let ruin their whole day, we didn't. We reframed our thinking, bing, bing, (laughs) around it, and we decided that that's not how we were going to do that. And by the way, because I showed up that way, then my daughter showed up that way because it rubs off on other people when you're living with a more like without expectations and, and it naturally does bring more joy into your life when you're open to new opportunities, when you don't necessarily know where the path ends. Right. And even more importantly than living without expectations is living in a way that allows you to adjust your expectations as situations come up. Yeah. I always use the term calling an audible, which Meg doesn't really follow sports. So she doesn't know what that means. But what it does, what an audible. I mean, I get it now. But what an audible is, for those of you who don't know, is when the quarterback is on the line of scrimmage and he sees the defense change, he changes the play in real time. The coach called a play. The coach had an expectation for how it was going to go. The quarterback saw something different on the landscape and he changed on the fly. And then a lot of times, really amazing things can happen with that. You can throw a touchdown. Also, you could get sacked. But guess what? It doesn't change the fact that you had to adjust on the fly. And that's what we need to do with life. And that's what, how we need to look. And I'm telling y'all, if you start doing that with one experience and then the next and then the next and start questioning why are you upset because this didn't go the way you planned? 
And is that is it that important to be upset and let it ruin your day or let it ruin your minute even? Or is it easier to just let it roll off your shoulders, let it go, go with the flow, and just be happier and healthier with where you are? And I'm going to leave it at that. We challenge y'all to try to live without expectations with this week, to reframe your thinking about how you're thinking about how your life should go or how a situation would go or how a vacation should go. And instead, be open to the peripheral vision of a new landscape, a new opportunity. And until next week, we love y'all. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.